All right, everybody, welcome to episode five of I Was in Band, featuring me, Matthew Magnick, and the most interesting man in the world, Michael Crapo. Hello, folks. Today, we have another random mishmash of topics. We're going to be talking about some more product reviews. We're going to be doing an interview with a fighter. Yeah, professional fighter. He's got a boxing match coming up in June. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be in Green Bay. Um, he's uh, just got a... I get, we'll have to ask him about this, but it's either a sponsorship or a management. We'll have to figure mm-hmm. out the what what that is exactly. But he just got signed to that or added to that. So we'll uh, but we'll get into that later we'll on. We'll chat with him and yep. see. Yep. Get the deets. Yeah, it'll be good stuff. All right. So uh, before okay. we before we get into the reviews, uh, there are some recent sports happenings, mm-hmm. especially our local sports team, the Green Bay Packers. Yep. Um, Aaron Rodgers has signed a new contract, and then uh, they traded. Wasn't it, uh, wasn't it for like a ludicrous amount of money? Yeah, like started like, a, <clears throat> I think at the highest paid right now, and then I I either saw, or I, I saw it, they did it, or they're thinking of doing it. I thought I saw Deshaun Watson get a higher contract, but I'm not 100% mm-hmm. sure on that. I didn't read, read the article, I just kind of saw a little brief little thing and that was it so um but then the Packers traded uh Devontae Adams oh yeah after that and you know what do you think Aaron Rodgers is gonna think of that um well supposedly he he knew that it was happening before he signed it so which is really weird because last year there was all this hoopla about um Rodgers wanting weapons on the team and Weapons. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> like, like guns uh, and knives. And... <laughs> yeah, no, uh, like top top notch, <laughs> top notch or top caliber players. Like there wasn't okay. enough top caliber guys, and now one of the top caliber guys is uh, uh, got traded. Um, so and supposedly he's okay with it. So I don't know. It's it's really weird. It's weird. What's what, I don't mm-hmm. understand what's going on. But I guess you know we don't know all the stories and. Everybody's got theories and this and that, but he said it wasn't about the money, but it kind of looks like it might be about the money. A little bit, yeah. You know, like it's just kind of all adding up. So, mm-hmm. I don't know, he's kind of turning into a diva because, yeah. you know, he's been dating like Hollywood chicks. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he was dating, um, uh, well, this chick, I don't really know who she is. Um, something. Shailene Woodley, I think. Yep. Something like that, yeah. From Hunger Games, I think, was her big. Yeah, I can't, I, I don't know. I don't know either. Um, and then uh, prior to that is dating that Danica Patrick chick, the NASCAR chick. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, she's all right. And again, I don't really follow that kind of stuff. So Yeah, yeah. And then uh, prior to that, there was one more in them. I can't remember her name. She used to host, I think she was a host of like a video game channel show for a minute. Oh, Olivia. Um, Nunn? Nunn, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was on... Uh, Mun, Olivia Mun. Olivia Mun. Yeah, Olivia yeah. Mun. That's Olivia what it was. Mun. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> she. Uh, <laughs> that was probably the hottest one he had, mm-hmm. and it just went downhill from there. You yeah. Know? But at least you know, with like Danica Patrick, I mean, shit, she could drive him around and shit. And, yeah. Like, probably <laughs> taught him some things, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably like a big truck. They went mudding together, you know. <laughs> Rogers was probably scared, screaming during it. <laughs> yeah. Wonder <laughs> if Wonder if he called her Alfred. <laughs> Get the car, Alfred. Yeah. Get the truck, Alfred. And Danica come fucking revving up her engine. Uh, um, but yeah, it just seems like once he started dating some of those chicks, um, he just he uh, got like Hollywood. Like, you mm-hmm. know, just got like diva and wants this and wants that and um, just causing problems. But yeah, it seems like it's about the money. So, but. Um, yeah, it's too bad. Yeah, but yeah, that's the quick news and. Quick little sports news. We'll see how that plays out once the season starts. But mm-hmm. next up, we have the, uh, as promised from last episode, um, the reviews. Uh, I got the monkey feet um, item in, and I've been using it. Um, well, why don't you explain what it is again, just in case? It's not a literal monkey foot. Yeah, it's not a literal monkey foot. I, I uh, there's an actual company you have to order it from. I think it's called Animal House Fitness. Mm-hmm. And um, I usually order everything from from Amazon, and uh, I figured I'd just go to Amazon and try it. So I punched in monkey feet, and mm-hmm. 
what showed up was like literal like monkey feet costumes, <laughs> <laughs> like hairy monkey feet costumes. I'm like, well, this isn't it. <laughs> so um, I went to the website and ordered it. I think it was like seventy bucks for for one of them. You can you know obviously um, order you know as many as you want, whatever. But well, two max since you only got two feet. But unless you got more people using yeah. them, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but anyway, I ordered just the one and just you know swapped off. I worked one leg at a time. Essentially, it's like a little, um, almost like a boot kind of thing. Not really a boot, but like a, uh, it's shaped like a shoe. And it has like a front, like, um, you know, the tongue of your shoe? Yeah. That's what it has, and it has a strap around it, so it's like okay. adjustable. So then you strap it around your foot, and then on the bottom, there's like a claw piece that you can, um, that you can open up and then hook up to a dumbbell. Mm-hmm. So you can use uh, dumbbells up to 165-pound dumbbells wow. on it, and that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And you hook that up to the dumbbells, so then now you can do um, layer exercises at home if you have like a home gym, and you know it's it's way more cost effective than buying mm-hmm. a whole Sounds leg like extension it, yeah. machine or like a <clears throat> like a um, leg press or a squat rack or something. It's excuse me, you can do like um, extensions with the with the dumbbell and leg curls and all these different things. You can mm-hmm. add it in, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, it's uh, it actually. You, you don't need that much weight. I mean, everybody's got varying levels, but you can mm-hmm. actually feel it. Like right now, I'm using like a 15-pound dumbbell to okay. start extensions. That's what I had, yeah. you know, um, laying around or whatever. So I just started using that, and that in itself is okay. You know, I'm, I'm going to bump it up, though, because uh, I could use a little bit more, but mm-hmm. still it's enough to kind of get started. Yeah. And it's a, different, it's a different resistance because it's not a machine. There's not a pulley system. It's just straight dead weight on your leg. Yeah. So it's it's pretty effective, um, pretty effective little little gadget. So check it out, Monkey Feet Monkey Animal feet. House Fitness. Um, yeah, if you're looking to build yourself a little home gym, that's a good mm-hmm. piece of equipment to have. Um, did you get a chance to get anything new in? Uh, well, technically, I haven't received it yet, but I I fell into the Facebook ad trap of. Uh, you know, usually I don't buy anything off like Facebook ads or whatever, but yeah. something popped up. It was these beef sticks, these grass-fed beef sticks okay. from well, grass-fed cows, obviously. Yeah. Because I, I obviously they're not feeding the beef sticks grass, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, the uh, yeah, so I it was five dollars for a pack of ten. Nice. Uh, so I, I just I jumped on it, figured I'd try it, just a little snack here and there. Um, this will be the first time I've ever tried grass-fed beef. I don't know. Have you ever tried it before? Yeah, I have tried it. And uh, in my experiences, it tastes like straight-up cow shit, <laughs> like hot, steaming cow shit. <laughs> it did. <laughs> I don't know if it was like a bad batch. Like I read <laughs> online that sometimes that can happen if like the handling of it and when it's you know, being uh, when they're being slaughtered and all this mm-hmm. and that, and packing. Uh, but for whatever reason, I don't know. Here, I was all excited, thinking, you know, I'm gonna get this this new, um, awesome, you know, hyped up beef, and yeah, you know, we made like some kind of dish, you know. So it was like mixed in. There was like other things in it, so it wasn't just like straight beef. It wasn't like we were just eating a hamburger. But yeah, as soon as I put the bowl up to my face, I could smell cow shit. Oh. And then I, yeah. then I, and then I took a bite, and it just yeah, it tasted exactly like how a barn smells, like really? like the straw and the cow okay. shit mixed together. Fucking heat that shit up. That's what it was right there. Just, Great. Yeah, it was it was horrible. But oh, I'm thrilled, yeah. <laughs> but that could just been a, that could just be a me thing, and it could have just been a bad batch. I hope so, yeah. Because I've heard a lot of people say positive things mm-hmm. about grass fed stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully your beef sticks don't taste like shit. Well, I got I got jalapeno. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, was going to say uh, jalapupno. <laughs> is, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. if we need another pun, I was going to ask you what uh, what meal it was, because if you could have you could have had poop stroganoff. It kind of was like a stroganoff, <laughs> actually. <laughs> I can't remember exactly what the dish is called, but it was similar. It had like noodles and stuff in it, so yeah. Yeah, yeah poop stroganoff. That's what it was, fucking cow poop stroganoff. Oh, disgusting. Yeah, cow shit sticks you got. Two dollars a stick. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it turns out, works out well for you. But yeah, let us know. Now you got something to, to review because 
now we're going to be thinking that you're just going to be eating a stick full of cow shit. It's yeah. Be different. It could be good stuff. <laughs> yeah, on Monday. They're coming in on Monday. So okay, nice. We'll cool. see. I'll try them after I get home from work. And awesome. I'll be able to report in next week. Nice. Yeah, I got a few more little gadgets on the way. And, and obviously, these are things that, I, that I'm actually going to use and, like, need or want. I guess I don't really need them, but kind of want them you know they're useful um so uh yeah i'll be getting those in and we'll we'll add those to the list as well for the reviews for next upcoming podcasts Mm -hmm. um one thing i wanted to also talk about besides the reviews and all that is you know you know when you're flipping through like youtube videos or like those little youtube shorts or like tiktok Mm -hmm. videos even yeah you run across those little snippets little short snippets of videos and there's a lot of those motivational speakers out there nowadays. oh yeah you know mm-hmm. like um you know some of the people listening would be would probably recognize him like gary v is one of them like mm-hmm. he's a, a business guy and he's you know makes money and and flips a lot of things and all these different things and then of course there's the motivational guys who are all about uh you know getting work done and grinding and working out and, mm-hmm. you know, like running and this and that. And it's always the same message, you know. It's like always these same, like, buzzwords, you know, like, you got to keep grinding, you got to keep pushing forward, yeah. you know, determination, you know, and all this other stuff. And it's like sometimes it gets to be too much, you know what I mean, like where you just, you're not, you're not on all day long. Right. You're not doing this all day long. At some point, these guys, just be real. Just be like, yeah, you know what, I work hard, I work my ass off each day, I grind. But at least an hour a day or a couple hours out of the week, I'm just like on my couch, scratching my nuts, eating some fucking Doritos. Yeah. And that's all I'm doing. Yeah. Watching watching reruns of like Mandible or something. Yeah. yeah, just watching like some fucking nonsense that like doesn't require you and require any brain power or anything. You know, mm-hmm. there's there's got these guys aren't on twenty four seven. Yeah, you can't sustain that. That's no. it just and maybe that's what not what they're intending it to be, but that's what it seems like mm-hmm. that's how it seems to be presented that you always got to work and always got to push and mm-hmm. you know you just keep grinding and you'll make it and this and that and i don't think it's always about that i don't think so no i mean there's i mean i've experienced this personally i've, I've including myself i've seen people who grind and grind and grind and they just don't they just don't make it don't make you know it, you know yeah so there's yeah. there's always going to be you know those, those people who just no matter how hard they try, they, they just they don't end up achieving their goal. Yeah. You know, and that's mm-hmm. you know that's legit. So you mm-hmm. think if you're watching those 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 guys and you're thinking and you're one of those people who are trying to get that motivation to you know, maybe you're starting a business or you're trying to build something, um, that you know, it isn't about just straight up grinding. It's a combination of a lot of different things. It's mm-hmm. luck, you know, it's the right timing, it's it's the right idea, it's a lot of different things yeah. and they don't talk connections. about that. connections connections yeah. important too yeah. yeah and again well maybe they do you know maybe once you dig into more of these motivational speakers their their videos and like say if you're a regular listener every single thing mm-hmm. maybe they do talk more about that but it gets kind of annoying sometimes just seeing those buzzwords mm-hmm. it just it's you know it's like you're filling people's head with this you know if you're not pushing through whatever you're you're weak and you're failing mm-hmm. can almost come off as and you know yeah like we said it's more than that it's luck you know I mean there's things that you know you, you work hard and you think you're ready to make it but mm-hmm. it's just not the right timing yeah you know? or your idea just sucks maybe not sucks but yeah <laughs> you know, whatever it is you're doing maybe it's just not fully thought out you know and it's just you know it's before it's time or maybe it's just run its course type of thing mm-hmm. whatever but the other thing too is they don't talk about is is um, a lot of these guys that especially like these business guys, they start out with money. Yep. You know, with businesses mm-hmm. and you know. Got a rich daddy. Got a rich daddy, all that stuff, and then you got the guy who doesn't have that, and he thinks, oh, hard work and mm-hmm. busts his ass and never makes it because yep. he never had you know a rich rich parent. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause if you give me, I'd say if I had fifty thousand at the least. Just drop my lap right now. I'd probably make something off of it. Yeah, you'd have. I mean, you'd be foolish not to. Mm-hmm. You know, but not everybody has that opportunity. But there are some people that do can still grind and make it, and yeah. you know, determination, and you know, they got this, that, and the other thing going on, and it's just like whatever. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> shut yeah, because whenever 
whenever I think of like the epitome of hard work, I think of farmers. Mm-hmm. You know, farmers are out there busting their ass yeah. every year, day after day, doing this hard work, manual labor type stuff. And half of them are broke. Yeah, it's true. You know, yeah. I mean, they're, if, if that was really true, if, if hard work what is determined what made you wealthy, mm-hmm. you know, that, that then farmers would be the wealthiest people on the planet. Yeah, think. yeah, that's legit. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe it's the mind, maybe it's the mindset, maybe the, the hard work and the, the feeling of accomplishment, no matter what level it is, maybe that's the real success. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're, maybe we're all getting too caught up in this whole influencer you know, be, yeah. lifestyle where like, you know, you see all the wealth and all the mm-hmm. glamour and all that, but I guess it all goes, you know, case by case, like the farmer, at the mm-hmm. day, he probably is satisfied and probably feels successful as long as he's making ends meet. And, I suppose, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, honest day's work and, mm-hmm. you know, he's got food on the table, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, nobody can take that from him, I guess, right. you know, so I guess that's a success in itself, but... Mm-hmm. So I suppose that's that's the mindset, but I also think that that those messages for the for the right individual or the wrong individual, I guess, it could go it could do the opposite. Mm-hmm. It, it could actually cause more problems for that yep. person, you know, because they might be trying to live up to the standard that these people are putting out there, mm-hmm. which I still think is a fake standard in some level. You know, yeah. I mean, there's some level of fakeness in it or lack of realness. You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, they probably are doing these things, but, again, they're not talking about those moments where they're just, you know, fucking watching, like, a like a goddamn um, streak of Family Feud episodes yeah. for six hours yeah. on a Saturday. You yeah. know, like fucking eating Jello and yeah. chocolate ice cream, you know. <laughs> just vegging out. They don't talk about that. Yeah. But, you know, or they're, or, I mean, I think they do talk about their failures, too, because that's also part of the keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, these well, I, think, I think they're very selective about their failures, about what they talk about. You yeah, know? that's true. You know, yeah, yeah. See, and, and yeah, I think you're right about that too. Is like you got to maintain this reputation and character, like this image, and you are selective about the failures. But I always appreciate when you're talking about messages and, and motivation. I do eat that shit up though, because I do like motivational mm-hmm. quotes and stuff yeah. like that. And some of those little short snippets do get me fired up for the moment. But I also know where to cap it off. I'm not comparing myself to them. Right. You know, like one guy like runs like crazy. I'm not going to run that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if I can run whatever I run, cool. Yep. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? Like that works and I'm doing it consistently. Um, but yeah, it's other people could just feel like a failure if they're not, you know, yeah. if they're trying to match that and they're just not going to be able to match it. Well, I think that's, that's true. It's not just limited to motivational speakers. I think it's just society standards in general. Yeah. You know, you know, I mean, we see that all the time, especially, in, you know, like the millennial generation, you hear about, you know, meeting those milestones when I'm, when I'm 25, I'm not married, I don't own a house and, yeah. you know, yeah. am, I, am I a failure? No, you're not. Yeah. You know, you just, everybody, everybody achieves different things at different times and, yeah, you know. That's legit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why they say that, to, not to compare yourself. And that's one thing that I say for myself, I don't have that problem. I don't compare myself to other people because it, you can't. I mean, there's, a, yeah. there's a, so many different factors that are involved yeah. with each individual life that you don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think you know somebody, but even like people that, like you and I, we've talked at, at great length for num- for you know a while now, and we still don't know each other, what makes each mm-hmm. other tick on a day-to-day yeah. basis. You know, there's things that, that, you know, we don't know everything about that person, so you can't compare somebody else's life. You can't look at somebody and say, oh, I wish... You know, because you don't know what that mm-hmm. what that entailed. I I mean, and it goes back to the. I always said like, um, when I'm like driving in these these nice neighborhoods or like you know city suburbs where there's big houses, like mm-hmm. oh man, it's a nice house. One thing I've always said though is, I bet they sacrifice a lot to get that. I suppose, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, they're probably working fucking fourteen hours a day and you yeah, know, never see their family and mm-hmm. like I don't want that. Right. You know, I want at least a somewhat of a balance. I don't want to be away, you know, all day long, you mm-hmm. know, just for a few extra rooms and a second bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> in my in my house or like a fucking Porsche or whatever the hell they're driving. Like, what mm-hmm. does it matter? You know what right. I mean? Like, you, know, you can't enjoy it anyway because you're fucking working mm-hmm. your ass off, you know? Like, 
whatever it is you're doing, like that fucking CEO for Amazon. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's probably working 20 hours a day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe. And then, yeah. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but, but then you, all, you, you, know, you see, everybody sees all the flashiness, right? You see the big houses, you see the cars, mm-hmm. and you see the, the um, vacation videos and stuff like that. And that's why it's a dangerous thing to compare yourself because you're not seeing how hard they work. Those guys are working hard. Yeah, that's uh, it's actually it's funny you bring that up because there's one of my favorite books out there. Uh, I don't want to go too far off topic on like a tangent here, but um, one of the one of my favorite books is called Freakonomics, um, and there was a gang leader in Washington D.C. back in like the '80s and '90s when they were selling crack. Okay, he was actually a business major. Okay, so he kept books on everything. Yeah, and. After he was busted and the whole operation was shut down, uh, an economist who runs statistics was able to get the books and kind of look through everything. And it turns out the average crack dealer was making about $4 an hour. They would have been better off working at McDonald's. Wow. Uh, And the reason I bring that up is because the theory behind that was why would somebody work for like 3 to $4 an hour Mm -hmm. is because it was that lifestyle. Yeah. You know, the drug dealer, the, the fancy cars, the, the women, the, yeah. you know, people were seeing, they, they wanted that lifestyle, that, that big, flashy, fancy, yeah, sort of, you know, powerful lifestyle. Yeah. And, you know, they were making these ridiculous sacrifices to get to it. Right. You know. And the biggest sacrifice being once once the operation was busted, then you're spending the rest of your life in prison. Yeah. A good portion of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, I don't know, it just, I think you're just keeping your mind Right. I mean, obviously, that's the wrong direction to go yeah. all in all. You know yeah. what I mean? But mm-hmm. in general, like keeping your mind right and, and realistic it doesn't have to be about mm-hmm. none of this shit matters. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, these guys, motivational speakers, the big CEOs, the fucking wealthy, um, jokes on them, they mm-hmm. all end up six feet under in the end. Yeah. No matter what you do, mm-hmm. no matter how hard you work and this and that and how great you feel about whatever. You know, you're going to end up in the same spot as the guy who sits on the couch yep. scratching his nuts, eating onions <laughs> yeah. eight hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> Just munching on hagen dazs and yeah. <laughs> watching, watching The Office. Yeah, yeah. watching reruns of The Office all day, <laughs> fucking Golden Girls. <laughs> yeah. With Bill Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, starring Bill Arthur, that, that middle-aged man that lived with those women. <laughs> Same end result. Yeah. Yeah. That's just the rant that I that was on the top of my mind, so mm-hmm. I'm glad I'm glad I got that out. Alright, so we got uh Justin Gothier on the phone. Um he has got a fight coming up on June eleventh in Green Bay at the Riverside Ballroom. Uh before we jump into the Where do you where do you get tickets for it? You just buy them at the at the rep fucking oh. I will have tickets hopefully within the next two days. They were mailed out. But also, um, if you go to nitrotickets.com um, slash INB, and there will be tickets on there. Um, I don't think my name is on the list on those tickets because I have the I have the paper tickets this time. Okay. Can you can you get them at the door too? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then at the door too. But I think they're going to be like a five extra dollar charge if you don't get them early. Oh, okay. That's not too bad then. Mm-hmm. People that try to or decide last minute to take in a fight. Cool. Yeah, I mean, and then and they're not they're not that bad either. Um, the eight there's a the VIP tables that fits eight for five hundred, and the VIP is a hundred bucks. The those people that buy the hundred dollar tickets just get put at a table with you know eight other people. Um, nice. and then the generals are are like forty bucks, but there's no bad seat in that place at all. So cool. Nice. So before we get into the rest of the questions, uh, the one one question that Matt thought of right away, because Matt doesn't have any experience with, with boxing or anything like no. that, so he, he was wondering if uh, um, when you're all geared up, what was the question? What is it, like, because I know there's different strategies you can take for boxing and stuff like that. I'm, I'm not really a sports guy, so really the only thing I can think of is you ever, like, get tempted to just punch somebody in the dick? Actually, you know, that's really funny because uh, in the middle of a fight in November, 
like you you watched that fight. Uh, it was November 2018, I think. Yeah, 18. Uh, somebody in the crowd yelled, uh, "Punch him in the Tanatis or something." That <laughs> line, but it was it was said in either Sioux or Lakota meant balls. Oh. <laughs> and you know what? And, and you know what happened? I got low blow twice right after that. Oh, oh my god. That sucks. Does it? Does it? Uh, how bad does it hurt? I mean, it probably varies uh, each one, but uh, you got to hear. Getting kicked in the nuts is a lot worse than getting punched. But if if somebody's throwing an uppercut right there, I mean, it, it's if, if if you're a fighter, take yeah. the five minutes. Take the wow. fucking five minutes because that was the wrong thing. It took my legs right away from me not. I just got pissed off, and then after that, I noticed I noticed my legs were were a lot weaker from getting punched there. Mm-hmm. Once, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, because you get. But yeah, I mean, I, I wanted to hit him back there multiple <laughs> times. So you have given it some thought. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so what? What? Uh, what? How did you get started in boxing? Like, what made you? What made you take it up? Um. Well, my dad. My dad boxed. It was uh. He won a couple of smaller world titles um, when I was a kid, and um, my grandpa boxed in the army. Okay. So now, so now it's you know like I, I I followed into that, but I was also fighting all the time in school, and um, it was more or less me beating up the bullies because they were bullying my siblings, and then after that, my dad, my dad and them said that's enough, and they made me start boxing. Okay. Um, not just that too, but my grandpa put me in jujitsu. Um, where we were at at the time, so I ended up, I ended up being one of those kids that got woke up at two thirty in the morning for all the grandpas and like all the dudes that sat at the VFW, and we were there at end of the night entertainment fighting in the barn. Oh wow, <laughs> wow! So that's how you kind of got the experience, huh? Yeah, I mean, fighting big potato throwers is not a good idea, but. <laughs> <laughs> how long how long have you been a pro uh, professional boxer? I turned pro in 2012. Nice. Um, I lost, I lost the the run to Olympics. So after that, I mean, you know, the Olympic is your main. The Olympics is your main goal as an amateur. Besides getting, you know, besides all the smaller titles, getting golden gloves and, and silver gloves and stuff. But then, then that's when you want to to focus towards that bigger that bigger goal is the Olympics. And then after that, it's you know you could choose to stay there. And fight for another four years as an amateur, but then that takes a lot of time off you. I mean, at that point, if you lose the Olympics, the only next next choice is to turn pro. You know. Right, right. How long do you think you'll? You got, you got to as far as you can as an amateur at that point. Okay. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Well, you see, like uh, Lomachenko. I mean, he had like four hundred amateur fights, but I think he. I don't even know. Did he? Did he go to the Olympics or no? Yeah, I think. Yep. Yep. That's a lot of experience. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Lomachenko had, I think, well, like 432 amateur fights, I think. Wow, wow. Yeah, and he, got, and he got like a championship fight within like his first 10 fights of being a pro. Something like that it was. All right, that uh, that pro sports extra, I saw that they did a little thing where they added you to their team. Is that a management, yep. is that a management team or is it like a sponsorship or what is that exactly? Uh, their, their sponsor, oh, he's, he's my sponsor. He's going to actually, um, it's a kid I, uh, I know from my res, um, from Barrigo, Michigan. He, uh, he's originally from Lance. He was, um, a 13 year old kid that started this oh, at wow. the time. He's 13 years old. Wow. And, uh, now he's got, I think, about two, two million followers on, on his, on his thing, so now he he pretty much um, pretty much does like a. It started out as a blog. That's what it started out with as for at first, and now he grew into it being all high school sports, professional um, football, basketball. Wow! And he started he he ventured into doing MMA like early in the my career. Yeah, and then um, then now he been doing he's got guys that are doing ufc that okay. are sitting at the media tables with for with all the rest of them um 
And so he uh, he reached out to me and asked if I if I was was needing help or whatever for for training purposes, like you know helping with my fees, my gym fees, and if I needed some extra stuff. Nice. Um, but he's been watching me, you know, since he was a kid. So for him to reach out to me after you know after all these years, you know, that's kind of big for me. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, but you made and, it. And his platform is, is huge, so in him doing that, that, that actually built me like 17 sponsors now because of him. Wow. Wow. Nice. Yeah, I mean, that's what it's really about is this, the, the whole promotion aspect of it, you know. And as long as you're putting on a good fight. Yeah, and he, he, uh, he wants to get in, or he does a lot of live stream stuff, too, so... Um, I think this, I'm not sure if he's going to do it on this one or if he's going to do the next show. Um, but then one of them, he is going to do a, a pay-per-view buy on, on Facebook where it'll be like $10 buy. Wow. Watch it live. That's a good idea. And all of that would go into my pocket, like into my purse after a percentage, you know, he would take a per- certain amount off of the top, but then the rest of it would be donated back to me for new gear for the next fight or more training nice nice how long do you think you'll continue fighting um i'm not sure sure. i i I returned once already (laughs) and now i i came back and the the thing is the reason why i retired the first time is because i never had i didn't ever have help yeah i'm not saying that i that i needed most of it but i just didn't have the team to back me up at the time the guy i signed with you know the bad side of the business, there's always a dirty, there's always dirty people in it. Yeah. It doesn't matter which way it goes. You know, back in the day, I look at all the mafia that controlled most of the boxing at the time. Right. Um, so I had a bad manager, and uh, I ended up fighting 90% of the, the guys that were signed to the same promotion he was signed to for managing. So I ended up fighting my own stable mates for most, damn near most of the teams. Wow. Wow. Yeah, it's a little backwards, and it's tough, obviously, because you're because you're also working full time and trying to maintain and and then still train and all that, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, full time at home, full time at work, and then in the gym too. So then, you know, it sucks coming home late at night and my kids are already in bed. You know. Yeah. Get yeah. breakfast with them, and that's it. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, it's tough to make it. But like you said, I and I, I understand what you're saying because if you don't have the team backing you up, especially when you're, you know, you're trying to work full time and still manage everything, it's that's that's tiring and it's challenging. Mm-hmm. You know, so you yeah, need a need a team behind you, you know, in order to make it, or at least, yeah. uh, you know, get something out of it at least, you know. Yeah, definitely. And like for me now too, because I struggled a lot um, after I think uh, about 2014. I was I was in a bad spot myself, so like a lot of bad influence stuff happened, you know. And this time, this time I'm a lot more clear-headed. Yeah, I have, I have more people behind me than I've ever had before, and so this this one makes it more special for me because, or so I get to fight at home. Nice. Yeah. You know, and, and I haven't had that. I've had that twice in my entire life to be able to fight at home. Number two MMA fights. I lost one, 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 and then you know this time this this isn't back home, home. You know on my res, but this is where I live. You know and where all of my my friends and people that actually support me are mostly here. You know besides my family coming down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's got to be a good feeling having people in the crowd cheering you on, huh? Yeah, it, it definitely does. You know when I, when I went to Atlanta the last time. Well, I went there twice in, in two weeks to fight. <laughs> and the first fight, the guy didn't make weight, which he was the A side and I was the B side. I was just an opponent, but the dude was too heavy. Yeah. And I went there with, with my, um, my lady at the time. You know, like, at the time, like, we both went there and then there was no fight. And then I had to go back a week and a half later by myself. And then I was... I wasn't the same person as I was the week before that I went there because I had actually somebody with me, you know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't, right. have, I didn't have that support person to talk to me at you know, when I was having 
have my anxieties at the, at the beginning, you know, and then like she did, and I was all hyped up and ready. And then this time I, I went in there, not thinking clearly, myself. And then, you know, so this this last one was was a little bit hard for me. And I and and then three years being out too, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's one part of it, part of the sport that it's not always seen as the psychology aspect of it. Like you said you still get anxiety and well, probably every fighter still gets anxiety before the fight. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That, that, that nerves, the nerves, the nerves are always there. Even for world champions that, you know, the them guys tell me that all the time. There's a couple of them said, man, my worst fear is losing my belt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, and, and I always tell them that's, that's the least of my worries. Cause you know, I'm not, I'm not there yet, but my worry is not coming home to my kids. You know what I mean? What, there's always that chance too, you know. Yeah, it's true. Yep, that's true. Doesn't matter how how much you're in shape, you know. There's always that one chance that something might happen. But I always I always pray to that pray to that goodness for both of us because I don't, I don't ever want to be on the other side of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. That de- that destroys fighters. It you does. Know, hurting somebody else that bad. Yeah, I was going to say that. That's happened a few times over the years, you know, or actually quite a bit. And I was going to say that it destroyed those the opponents or the fighters that that happened, that it happened yeah. to, you know, or, or that caused it, I guess you can say. They were never yeah. the same again after that, you know. Yeah, and then, and then like, uh, my buddy Richard Cullen, you know, he was a top high prospect, was getting ready to fight for, a, soon to be fighting for a title, and, that tragic accident happened. The dude that fought him hasn't fought since. You know. Yeah, man. Yeah. And that that always that always that always worries me because you know at the end of the day it's business. Yeah. I don't I don't like I may talk shit in the beginning, you know, just to hype the fight up. But at the end of the day, if if, if anybody sees us in the back dressing room, we're we're shaking hands. You know, I shake my opponent's hand, his team. And then, you know, tell them, I'm glad you're okay, that we made it both through it. Because at the end of the day, I don't like to see somebody else being taken from their family. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, you got, yeah. I mean, fighters have mutual respect. I mean, obviously, you know that I've, that I've had, I've been around um, that uh, group of people as well. Not at, not at a professional level, but still, you know, even, even in a gym sparring, there's still mutual respect, you know. Oh, and, yeah. and you don't want to necessarily like you said hurt someone to that level i mean you want to win the fight but you don't want to do that um right. you know it's a it, and, and i mean it just the respect aspect of it i mean it just takes balls alone just to step in and get punched <laughs> you know what i mean and fight you know just to step in and do that you know so yeah, no, yeah I mean, but then those, those nerves all the way up to that that first punch they go away and then it's game time mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nice <laughs> then you realize you're you, then you realize you're in a fucking, pretty much a four ring, you know, a, a four rope cage, and you're fucking stuck. Yep. You have no choice. No choice and, but to do I, something. <laughs> yep. And and I've always said, that, I mean, I've been stopped, you know, multiple times with body shots. Then I'll tell you what, those body shots are the worst. I get punched in the face all day, but body shots, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, actually, I was our my co-host here. He's like six four. He's a large guy. You know, a six four guy. Um, he, uh, I was trying to talk him into allowing us to uh, have you come in and give him a body shot on video, no. and he he's I like, no, do I'm not doing it. No. <laughs> I'll put on some big eighteen ounce gloves. That bad. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, it's one of the, big, it's, the it bigger still gloves. Sounds like it hurts. Yeah. big ass pillows. Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right, man. Well, well, hey, I appreciate you taking the time out to uh, to do the interview, and good luck on the fight. And you know, next time you have anything else coming up, you can always you know come back again, and we can chat again. All right. All right. Sounds good, man. Appreciate you guys letting me come on. Oh yeah, definitely. All right. We'll see you. Take care. Uh, thank you. All right. We got Wanda back. Wanda returns after Wanda returns after two week. She was MIA for two weeks. We missed her. Everybody missed her, and now she's back. So, <laughs> welcome back, Wanda. Thanks. <laughs> Super jacked. It sounds like it. Yeah. Enthusiastic as <laughs> always. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Good energy. Dude, I still can't hear you. Matt's phone fucking sucks. You can't hear us, huh? All right. So, um, 
since you've been gone, we've we've covered a few different topics. Uh, one of them that you missed was uh, celebrity crush. I don't remember what our celebrity crushes were. Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> you ain't getting up Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah. Jennifer Love Hewitt, I think, was everyone's crush at that Pretty time. Pretty sure, so, yeah. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez was another one. Mm-hmm. J-Lo. J-Lo, yeah. So who is your celebrity crush, Wanda? The world wants to know. The world wants to know? Mm-hmm. Like, are you talking now? Are you talking ever? Or what are we talking? Uh, whatever, yeah. Now. All, t- all time, all time, like, deepest, heaviest crush you had on the celebrity. There you go. I like that. So uh, in college, and actually more than just in college, I had the biggest crush on Little Wayne. Okay. Wow. All right. Like, obsession. <laughs> he looks like a little gremlin. Like, my whole college <laughs> dorm was full of posters of him. Really? I went and seen him twice in concert. Wow. All did, right. you ever, did you ever try to make a move? I was, like, 10 feet from him one day, or at one time, one of the concerts. Nice. Did you say so anything to him? There, do. <laughs> did you say anything to him, or did you get scared? Well, I yelled. I mean, what, what do you say when everybody else is yelling? I didn't know what to say to make yeah. me sound different. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Did you ever like write him a letter? Or... Yeah. A lighter? Did you say a letter? Huh? Did you ever slide into his DMs? No, I did not. He's <laughs> 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 not exactly like the type that I would be able to actually be with. Yeah. Mm. He has a lot of drugs and codeine. <laughs> That lean. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And and he looks like and he looks like Gizmo from the Gremlins. <laughs> well, now he looks worse. Yeah, <laughs> that's what drugs will do to you. He's actually talented, though. I liked his uh, crossover rock album. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like his voice, his raspy voice, which we can thank the drugs and coding for. <laughs> <laughs> so that was your like your all time like like biggest crush. Then who's your current? Yeah. Who's your current crush? Uh, I don't have a current crush. Celebrity? No? No, not that really pops into my head, no. Yeah, I had, I had the same problem, and then I then I remembered that uh, the chick that played uh, Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot. Yeah, that was my... Oh. Yeah, that's what probably... Like Russian or something? Huh? What is... What ethnicity is... Is she, like, Russian or something? I think she's is, is, Israeli. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah that's what it is. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I really like Ryan Reynolds, don't get me wrong. There you go. Oh, there you go. That's the current one then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone loves Ryan Reynolds, though. Yeah. So. Exactly. <laughs> he is a handsome man. <laughs> well, then he's like with Blake Lively, so that's like the hottest couple in the world, I would say. <laughs> Can't picture her off the top of my head, but um, yeah, I liked his, uh, well, I think I'm sure everybody probably saw it, or that was probably their introduction was the one with, uh, was it Van Wilder? Yep. Oh that my was, god! I watched that movie so many times. That was a. Did you Did you watch that one? <laughs> you sound like somebody that would watch that movie so many times. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. That was the. That was my introduction to Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. And yeah, I thought he was hilarious in that mm-hmm. that movie. But uh, yeah, that counts as a current one. Everything though. Yeah, it's true. I, Deadpool is a good one. Deadpool oh, yeah. is definitely a good one. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of we kind of see a little bit of Deadpool and Wanda. A little bit. A little bit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In the whole Wanda character there, so um, I think someone's trying to... I can't hear anything you guys are saying. Oh, your, your phone, do you hear us now? Better? Matt, you make enough money, you can get a better phone, you know that, right? <laughs> I just got this phone, like, <laughs> six months ago. Can you hear us, can you hear us now? I can hear you, yeah. All right. Um... Yeah, so I had the same trouble. I couldn't think of a, a current celebrity crush, and then I yeah. remembered Wonder uh, Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. However, I watched the 1984, the second Wonder Woman, and it wasn't and it wasn't as crush worthy to me. And it's probably because the first Wonder Woman, they were all like half naked chicks on a chick island. <laughs> That's probably why. <laughs> yep. That's probably what got my attention initially. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, you sound like such a typical man. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I do have aspects of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got? Did you have something to add, Matt? No, no. Oh. So the other the other topic we missed out on was the um, 
crazy work stories, which me, yeah. and, me and Matt shared a few of them, but I, I actually thought of one that I didn't that I didn't share in our last podcast. So I'm going to share that now. Um, <clears throat> can you hear us well this time again? Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, I was like 16, 17. I worked at a video store, and uh, I worked with these two adult. Well, everybody there was pretty much adults besides me, but specifically in this situation, there was two adult men and uh, the manager, which was a female. <clears throat> we were all on shift, and um, one guy came. Well, the one guy was off off shift, and he came and rent some movies. He'd get like a discount, right, for movies for working there. Mm-hmm. And so he rents some movies, and he could check himself out because that's what you do, you know, if you're coming in to rent movies and take care of, you know, take advantage of your employee discount or whatever. Uh, and then he decided to stop and talk for a while. And uh, he sat by the counter, and he put his movies down, and he was chit-chatting with everybody. And the other guy said, oh, what do you got here? And he grabbed his movies, oh. and, he says, he, <laughs> and he says, oh, this sounds like a good one. White, wet cotton panties, volume five. <laughs> But it means you've seen the first four volumes. Yeah, yeah exactly. I, <laughs> he celebrates the entire series. <laughs> there was another. There was more, but that's one that just stood out because I I lost it. I just yeah. busted out laughing. <laughs> you can see that the guy's face dropped and he like grabbed him quick and left. <laughs> Uh, he probably lives at home with his mom in her basement or something. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, and the guy... a bunch of thick towels all around him. <laughs> the guy was like Standing 40. On their own. Probably like 40 then, oh. you know? Okay, yeah. So, yeah, you're probably right. You're probably right about that. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of crusty yeah. socks laying around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, classic. Uh, you had another story that you thought of, right, Matt? Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, so it, it took place at the same place I, I described last time. It was the mom and pop pizza shop. Hold on, you can hear them, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah, it was this mom and pop pizza place. Um, boy, how do I want to describe this? Uh, you ever seen the movie? There's something about Mary. Yeah. So there's yeah. Uh, there's there's a part in the movie where Ben Stiller uh, gets his junk caught in his zipper. Yeah. Let's just say that happened to me. Did it hurt? It hurt bad. Um, <laughs> now keep in mind, now this that that's bad enough as it is. But keep in mind, we're in the middle of the dinner hour rush. It's like five thirty. Okay, the bathroom's right outside the dining room. Um, there's families in there. There's kids. There's parents. Everybody's eating, enjoying themselves, having a good time. And I'm sitting in the bathroom having a panic attack because my junk's hanging out of my zipper. I can't get it unstuck. And, uh, yeah, eventually I just had to, like, I just had to, like, brace myself and get through the pain and just unzip it. And You unzipped? You went backwards? I, I Yeah, I went backwards and I unzipped it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Were you bleeding? Did you yes. go to the hospital? Yeah. No, <laughs> no, I didn't go to the hospital. It, it wasn't, it wasn't the full link. Of it, it was just a, it was just a tiny pinch of skin. Oh, okay, that's enough. Okay, yeah. So I just, I like I said, I just like I, I, I braced myself and I just eh, gave it. Yeah. So it wasn't exactly like something about Murray where you got no. the beans on top of the Frank. No, how he says it. Oh, yeah, Frank's beans. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or how did you get the? Yeah. So it wasn't quite as bad as that, huh? No, no. Thank God. But still, it was absolutely terrifying experience because I was sitting in there for 15 minutes wondering what the hell am I going to do? Yeah. You know. See, that's... that's, that's... I, just, I don't understand how you do something like that. I don't understand it either. It just... I was in a rush. We were, it was dinner time. You know, I was a delivery person. I had deliveries to make and I had to use the bathroom. Next thing I know, I, my dick's caught in my zipper. Fuck um... <laughs> 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 your dumbass. <laughs> You had to be wearing those old, oh. remember the old boxers that had the slit, yep. the open slit? Exactly. Yep. That's 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 exactly why I stopped. I was always, thankful it never happened, but I was fearful mm-hmm. of that. That's why I stopped wearing them because that, that would, you know, there was always a potential for it. Yeah. Especially if you're in a rush, I could see that, you know. It's pretty kind of, loose down there, yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's pretty, if you wear your legging, if you wear leggings like Michael, <laughs> then you don't have to worry about that. That's exactly why I wear leggings, yeah. <laughs> Keeps everything in place. <laughs> Lately tucked into place, and that's it. 
they hold everything. And you don't have to worry about zippers. Yeah. Yep, no zippers. You're good to go. Do you uh do you have any uh crazy, funny, wild work stories to share? Not that I can think of right now, not even close oh, to the dumb on. shit you guys said. No. You gotta have something. You didn't get your dick caught in a zipper? <laughs> um, no, I can't say I have. Even though mine's probably bigger than yours. <laughs> that's a that's a that's there's Deadpool. That's Wanda yeah. slash Deadpool comment. Yeah. yeah. That was <laughs> That was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I can't say I've ever had that happen. All my stuff stays nicely where it's supposed to. That's good. That'd be a problem. Well, not, yeah, that'd be a problem if it didn't. You know, yeah. there's things flopping around. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have things flopping. Thank you. <laughs> Never will I ever have things flopping. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was not, it was nice to uh, to have you back on, mm-hmm. uh, Wanda. We missed you, so hopefully. Um, oh, did you? Yeah, hopefully. Oh, you maybe know. I'll uh, continue to make appearances if you guys' show doesn't suck ass. <laughs> that show is awesome. My so, mom's gonna be happy that you're back. Yeah. All the you know fun. what? I really only do this for your mom. Okay. That's, 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 that works. That's good enough. Yeah, that works for us. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us this week. Glad you got to witness the return of Wanda. It was eventful, as always. Next week, we're going to be talking with some bass fishermen about local fishing tournaments. Um, and as usual, we'll have the other mishmash of topics coming up. Um, just remember, tune in next week and keep your feet on the ground and reach for the stars. There we go. All right. Thank you. Thank you.